I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, thank you again for joining us this Friday and listening to our advice or opinions, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) We hope you guys at least learn a thing or two about your wedding day, whether you're bride, groom, or or vendor friends that listen, or someone who's Mm. almost engaged. So thank you for coming back. (laughs) We're going to discuss something that happens a little bit more than we like, but I mean, shit happens. So that's kind of how it works. But our topic today is the V word your wedding venue, and why you may sometimes need to vacate the premises. (laughs) Otherwise, choosing another venue basically to make your day work. Now, Trina, this actually happened to you, didn't it? It did. So six weeks prior to my (laughs) wedding date, I decided to change the date and the venue. So how many many weeks out? Six weeks. weeks. Yeah. Damn, girl. And I wasn't even a professional, and I didn't have a planner. Oh. (laughs) Um. So essentially, we were getting married at this hall. It was very cheap. It was $900. However, that's cheap. That's the problem. It's four walls and a roof. It's essentially a school gym, right? Mm -hmm. I was going to have my ceremony in there and reception because we had a short engagement. We were only engaged for five months Um, and then maybe, maybe six. So then our original wedding date was supposed to be September. Then it got bumped to August, August 30th, and then it landed on August 24th, which to this day, even as a professional wedding planner, I can remember all of our clients' wedding dates, but I cannot remember my own. It'll ding me on Facebook being like, happy anniversary. I'm like, oh, You're like, oh yeah, that's really. Right. Although to be fair, it sounds like this is technically your third date because you were yeah, it was September. Yeah, because all August. my invites said August 30th. And then I changed it digitally to August 24th. But regardless, what happened was oh um, I about six weeks out, I kind of freaked out and I was started doing the math of how much money it was going to be to bring in to transform the space. Uh-huh. And I just kind of lost my mind. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Because uh, I, I had I had original different plans. I wanted Memphis Blues to cater. I had a decorator. We were going to pipe and drip the wall and stuff. And I just... Uh, now, now, you know, it's interesting. Now I'm thinking about my original plan as a planner. I would have attacked it a bit differently. It could have still worked. But anyway, I got to put that idea away. <laughs> put that away. Put that away. I know the venue that you're talking about. And yes. it's funny because now in hindsight, you could probably look at it and be like, yeah, I, <laughs> I know. I, we could have maybe figured it out. But honestly, it's a very functional space. It's mm-hmm. not a very pretty space. Yes. Um, I don't want to say it's like putting lipstick on a pig, but it, it, it I have it been in there. And so it, I know that it would have taken a lot of work and a lot yeah. of money. And so 
I also know the venue that you did choose. Yes. Which, to be honest, of the two, <laughs> it's is night like and day. You. It's so, well, first of all, it's night and day, but it's like of the two, I'm like, no, this is you. This is the one. The one you picked is, is you guys. Yeah. Not well, the other one. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So we ended up going from this hall to probably one of the top 10 venues in Vancouver, and mm-hmm. someone had just canceled. The stars lined up. I was at work. I never heard of it before. It's Highcroft Manor. And I was talking to my friend Karen, who I worked with, and I was like, yo, I can go see this place now. It's only 10 minutes down the road. So we hop in my car and we go check it out. And we're like, boom, boom, boom. Oh my gosh, I love it. I told Tim, and then we booked it in three days. And we lost oh our gosh. deposit of $500. But I mean, mm-hmm. that all of my vendors could move. So that kind of worked out oh, in my favor. Perfect. Yeah. So we had to accept that three of our guests couldn't attend because it went from August 30th to August 24th. Right. Uh, and my band that I had typically played at a bar in um, Vancouver, and then they offered to not play their gig. So then we just had a tip jar out for them. What? Yeah. So, but th- I think they made more money and way more people danced at the band at my wedding than they probably would have at yeah. the bar. There. Yeah, I know. So, that, that was one feature of your wedding that you're like, wow, everybody loved the band. Oh, so. everybody. Because they played 60s wow. rock. So, yeah. And they played yeah. in the downstairs of Highcroft. Uh, Obviously, this is another podcast where I would probably shift a few things on my wedding day, but overall, it was it was pretty good. It was I'm well, glad just, we made the switch because we got married in this beautiful garden outside where the roses were blooming, and there was, you know, we had a huge bridal party. There was 140 guests, yes, but, and then people sense. ate outside. Where in the other one, we would have gotten married inside, and then on a summer day in August, which doesn't make yeah. sense. Maybe in December, sure, but yes. you know. Exactly. Anyway, sorry, exactly. you're catching it all alive. All the things I would have done with the first venue and the second <laughs> venue. <laughs> And then I would have done this and I would have changed yeah, this around. Now so, I'm thinking now, about it. But anyway, we, we shall so, move on. <laughs> right. Okay. So six weeks out, how stressed out were you with that change though? So I was more stressed with the fact that I was bringing my whole family and friends to the older venue. And when I started to realize that it was going to cost me more to do this than it was to get married in Paris and we almost pulled the plug. We were very what? close. Yeah. Mary in Paris. Yes. That was. <laughs> do that. That was almost that almost happened. It wasn't until my little brother, who was maybe fifteen at the time, said, "You know, I'd be really disappointed if you uh, guys didn't get married here." And I was like, "Well, he said the disappointed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, say that I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah. When your little tiny brother is like younger than you, and he's like, "I'd be really disappointed yeah. if I can't come," you're like. Son of a and gun. the thing is that Tim and I are from massive families. So I have mm-hmm. five siblings and he has six. And we were the first two to get married. And we had one flower girl that was very into her. She's our niece and she was very excited to play her role. Mm-hmm. She did a great job. So mm-hmm. it was not – I'm glad we did it because 11 people from New Zealand came out to it as well. So it was like a really big, yeah. big deal. <laughs> it, it worked out. I mean, at the end of the day, even mm-hmm. though it was super stressful and it was – a, probably a really big decision to make. I know in the moment you're like, no, I can't do this. Like, well, it there was a really, way... it's a big decision. It worked out in the end for you, Well, right? there was way less logistics because with the first mm-hmm. venue, I had to get the staffing, I had to get the catering there, the rentals, and I didn't have the experience that I have now. Whereas at Highcroft, they did everything versus, yeah. and then I just brought my photographer and my decorator in, which I already had. So that was mm-hmm. kind of an easy thing to choose. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. less stressful because then I could just focus on being with my family versus trying to figure out how many plates I need to get. Now I know right. the answer to that, but... 2014. Now, now it's the professional. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah, I, I so got funny. this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So that's why I changed it. I was pretty happy I changed it. I think the guest experience was way better. They loved the high crop 
location. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's in the middle of Vancouver. People from New Zealand got to see really the beautiful scape of Vancouver at this venue because if you stand at a certain spot, you can see the mountains. So that's it gorgeous. It's a beautiful venue. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. So it's a good choice. It's, it's really say. cool. Good choice. Awesome. Yeah, and it's funny. Cool. We've had like three weddings that are supposed to be there and we've actually never worked there, which is like for us. That's I worked true. there in catering, but we've had we a couple of venues. So yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh, I know the amount of I know the amount of tables and chairs they have on site. I yes. know yeah. where all the closets are. I know where all that stuff is. <laughs> Good old Highcroft. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm glad I changed okay. it. Um, maybe I can try to find some wedding photos in the vault, and I'll see if I can post them up on a blog. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Flashback yeah. Friday. So that was my reason we changed the venue. Uh, yeah. Would I recommend it? No. Would I recommend doing it with a planner? Absolutely. I wish I hired one. <laughs> to help so me along. Nice. Okay, guys. Well, why don't we break down maybe some of the reasons why you might actually need to change your wedding venue? Because like I said, it's actually, especially this year, it has been a lot more common than you think. There's a lot of reasons why you might need to actually change your venue. And sometimes... Sometimes it's for the good, sometimes it's for the bad, sometimes it's just, it's a, it's all about a vibe and we're all about the vibe. So let's uh -huh. maybe, let's jump right in here. So biggest reason number one, this is what I'm dealing with right now with my couple for next year, the venue shut down. Yeah. <laughs> or the venue is going to be closed during their wedding. Like literally just get this email. I'm like, how in the hell? Mm -hmm. What kind of planning was this? So basically, I saw this email come in that there is some kind of construction that's taking over mm -hmm. almost half of the venue in front of it. Mm -hmm. And the weird thing is they're doing it in 2022, not during 2021 when yeah. nothing's going on, but 2022, yeah. the entire yeah. wedding season. Yep, so why not? that's annoying. <laughs> so that is super annoying. So now I'm I'm uh, really glad she hired she hired us on. So yes. now we're we're trying to find a new venue for her because yeah, it's just definitely not going to work. So mm -hmm. and here's the thing is that because it's a municipal building, they I feel bad for them because they obviously don't plan this stuff. Like it's no. it's somebody, it's the parent, you know, that's going to be managing all this sort of stuff. So they're like when we finally happens, it's going to happen mm -hmm. and it affects other people. So not the venue's fault necessarily, but this sort of stuff does happen. So maybe your venue has to shut down for construction or maybe they are completely shutting down. There's there's another venue in Vancouver that is refunded everybody. They are not doing weddings anymore at all. Yeah, so. that was something to do with an actual physical problem on the property. Uh, it was something to do with flooding or something like yes, that. So they, yeah, they exactly. had to give everybody's money back and had to reschedule yeah. everything. Yeah. That so, actually happened to us last year. Same thing. That also happened last <laughs> the year. Totally the, <laughs> the unfloodable venue flooded. I cannot <laughs> believe the irony in that. I know. <laughs> but here's the thing is that we do live on the West Coast and mm -hmm. it does rain. And you know what? You could literally be living in like Arizona and you could have a flooding issue. So it really doesn't matter. But these are sort of things that you kind of need to, you know, this is, this shit happens, right? So yep. another one is uh, maybe there's a bit of a goof up. Maybe the venue messed up and double booked you. Which... And it, you know what? It happens. It's pretty rare, but it does happen. It's sometimes miscommunication with the Google calendar mm -hmm. or two deposits are put down. Now we have to choose, okay, who put the deposit down first? And then mm -hmm. they just come to you and say, sorry, your date's not available anymore. And it's really shitty and you can yell all you want but at the end of the day that's just the problem that's what it is what now i would take that as a sign i would say okay i don't think the universe wanted me to have my wedding on this date or here for a reason so that's yeah. how i would look at it. i'd be mad for the first five minutes and then i'd be like i don't need to fight this i don't i don't need to fight this mistake i'm, I'm good give me my money back yeah. or let's do it on a couple other days later and then sometimes it works out but that's sometimes what happens <laughs> 
Yes, usually. And usually if that happens, the venues, I would say 99.99% of the time, very accommodating because mm-hmm. usually it's their mess up. So they're like, yeah. oh God, what can we do to make this better for you? And mm-hmm. how can we maybe pick a different date or mm-hmm. whatever? So, or sometimes and venues, then, actually, I that happened to us in September where the venue had to shut down because of COVID reasons, which we'll talk about. But mm-hmm. they had a second mm-hmm. venue that was available to them. And the sister venue. Yeah. Yeah. And it was more expensive, but they got it for the same price. So it actually worked out way better for them because I think this venue was nicer than the first one they had. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I it, agree. it just so suited think- them so much better. Like, yeah. like it was just a perfect setting for what happened that day. So exactly. yes. Yeah, so the another one is that what I had is buyer's remorse is that I bought this venue and I was going to transform this shit ass gym into a beautiful <laughs> oasis of curtains and <laughs> linens all to just see that it's still a gym. <laughs> It's still, it's still a gym. gym. It's still a gym. And, yeah. And it happens sometimes too because I, I feel like – I think this is going to be a very common thing next year. So mm-hmm. next year, 2022, um, especially here in Vancouver, but of course all over wherever everybody, anybody's getting married, you've got 2020, 2021, and 2022 all squishing in to mm-hmm. the 2022 season. You've got three years worth of people and everyone is like, holy shit. I need to find a venue. And you're like, is it open? Is it available? I could fit my people in there. Amazing. And you're like, what does it even look like? I don't even know. And you walk in there and you're like, what did we sign up for? Oh, shit. It happens. It happens. So I think this is going to be common. Yeah. It's true. Or you just just get the deposit in to secure it. And then you're like, well, I can't. Now what? Now what? Now I'm stuck with this. Yeah. Your heart's not in it. Hmm. Exactly. Another one that has been affected majorly in 2020 and 2021 is that your guest count has changed drastically. So we went from a 300 person wedding to 10 (laughs) and her Mm -hmm. venue could fit up to 400. The venue was very accommodating in giving our bride her deposit back because then she ended up switching venues. But it was just uh yeah it, it's tough to fill up you can't you can only fill a room so much you can put up floating walls you can do all this stuff it's still a massive space so if you're only having 10 oh, people sure. or the other way around you have a venue that can hold 20 and now the restrictions are lifted hey you can have 50 okay well 50 people aren't gonna fit in here <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it goes yeah. both ways yeah absolutely and we've so had you, that we've had that instance before because you always used to say well use your venue as a way to help keep your guest mm-hmm. counts down mm-hmm. and now you're like oh crap <laughs> nobody everybody's RSVP'd now what do I do <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah oh man I remember actually doing a wedding at Highcroft and the bride just kept inviting people and it was like so I think the guests I think the the um guest count for Highcroft in the basement was some or like in their in their ballroom mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. was something like a hundred and seventy or something. Oh really? No, it was it was oh, like Oh you could squish people in there. Yeah. You can squish people in there. Mm-hmm. Um and she kept inviting people to the point where there were kids eating their dinner up the stairs. <laughs> The downstairs were like, you yeah. need to stop inviting people. Please stop inviting people. She's like, I can't stop. I'm like, well, <laughs> shit. Yeah. You're so, have to not eat ideal. outside. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Now, this yeah. one is a bit weird to explain. So, like, the location is just not going to work. So, we've mm-hmm. talked about the story before, but Kelly had a couple that got married in Chilliwack, the barbecue, and then they want to do photos in Stanley Park on oh, during yeah. fireworks. Yeah, so that. Yeah. That's two hours of driving. Well, that, you know, in hindsight, that's just a little silly. <laughs> it's a little silly. They definitely did not have a planner to help guide them as well. But mm-hmm. yes, I mean, I think if you are, if you're having your ceremony and your reception in two different locations, I think it's really mindful 
you should be mindful in how long it's going to take you to get there and where they are. So if one is like way out in like Chilliwack, which mm-hmm. is an hour from Vancouver, and then you want to do your reception in North Van, which is an hour in the other direction, <laughs> like it's 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 a lot. It's a lot for yeah. sure. So now, I, if you would... have people that are kind of complaining about it, and your guests don't know how, there are ways around it. You can arrange a limo, a transportation mm-hmm. that usually yeah. does it the trick, but. Sometimes you have to think about, I have to pay my photographer an hour to travel. (laughs) Right. Just to do nothing. Right. Well, exactly. And that's the thing is that it's really, it's more, it's not even the location so much as just the gap of time. So Mm -hmm. if you're doing your ceremony in one spot and your location, in your reception reception in another location, Mm -hmm. yes, there's going to be drive time. Yes, there's going to be a gap of like, what do we do? Let's go for a drink somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a huge deal. But if you have, if you have this giant window, you're right, your vendors, you're going to end up being, you're going to be paying more for your vendors because to, to kind of make sure that they're able to, to capture what you've hired them to do. So it's a, it can be a little bit of a tricky thing. And again, it's one of those, like you've got your ceremony and then you're like, if you've got your heart set on a specific location then you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, and then you realize after like logistically, this just isn't going to make sense. Like we've got to pile people into multiple vehicles, get them out (laughs) of multiple vehicles. Like, Oh God, it's too much. It's too stressful. Too much. Even talking about it, too much. It's just too much, yes. Now, we <laughs> yeah. did talk a little bit about this, but COVID is a major reason why you need to change your venue. I think every single one of our clients did not end up going with their original no. venue that they booked because it was yeah. based on a non-COVID time when they booked. Also, people lost the passion for wedding planning because they mm-hmm. had their venue and they had this vision. And then with COVID, it continuously changed again and again. You can have 50. Mm-hmm. You can have 30. Mm, you can have 10. Now you can have 50 again, but you can't dance. Don't touch each other. Wait a minute. You can. It just got so <laughs> complicated so confusing yeah so it's like you know what like f this so if you change your venue to what you can have well then Mm -hmm. that's more exciting it becomes exciting again right so exactly mm -hmm. it definitely does yeah i would have to say that we changed all of our weddings at least for 20 yeah 2020 and 2021 all of the weddings have changed no less than three different venue locations yeah not even kidding yeah there was one just oh my god just changed it changed the week prior i was like oh it changed my god. days before we've had some that have just changed days before and you're like oh my god and those are the ones that we we, we joke we cry when they're getting cry. married because we're like we just want you to get married yes i'm just so happy <laughs> we're so on happy this journey you. with you but sweet jesus just please for the love of god get married know, totally. <laughs> we love you we love you <laughs> um, oh my god we, so, let's- so then the next one we have here yeah is the um we actually talk about this in episode 26 on how to fire your vendor, but mm. if you're unhappy with the service of the venue, and this can be anything from the initial communication, like mm-hmm. they are totally ghosting you or, and with no explanation and you hear from them like once in a blue moon, or you can't get physically get a hold of them. Or when you are talking with them, they're just, it's just the conversation is just not going in the direction that you're wanting. And mm-hmm. Or you, you feel mean, you- off about them or they're treating you disrespectfully. I know there's yeah. a venue in New West that we struggle with this. I think it helps if a planner is present because they know how to talk to a venue. Mm-hmm. But if you're not feeling comfortable or you don't think they're going to take care of you on your day, then why would you spend your money there? Why would you book yes. it? Yeah. So yeah. you want to feel Absolutely. like you're taken care of. It's it's exactly. a lot of money and it's an investment. So you can have those, those feelings. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so another one is the conditions will not work for your guests. So Kelly, I know you have this challenge with your family when you do your big day, but you want to have this tented in a forest, beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, wedding reception. But a lot of your guests are a little bit older, and I don't think they would enjoy the bugs or no air conditioning. (laughs) 
And as much as you have this vision, you understand that your people are going to complain forever. I will never fucking hear the end of it. I'll never hear the end of it. The food? The food and the mosquitoes. Eh, what is this bullshit? Sorry. It's the West Coast experience. Yes. So as you book the venue and you realize, wow, this, or, you know, maybe a lot of your guests have mobility issues and you're trying to get up Grouse Mountain to do something. Well, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. Or, Mm -hmm. or there's some venues that are, they just don't have elevators. Mm -hmm. So some of them are just, you know, not mobile friendly at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the, some of the historic homes, you know, in Vancouver here, especially wherever you are, I'm sure you have old homes that have been renovated into venues now. They don't have air conditioning because guess what? They were built in 1910 when they didn't have fake air then. So yes. you don't have it now. And, you know, there's just this, that's how it works. And even in the, the wintertime too, it goes vice versa. They could maybe be a little too chilly. So, I mean, these are all things that you definitely want to be checking in before you, um, before you um, get book. your venue, like you, yeah. before you thank you, before you book your venue or put deposit down. But sometimes you don't know until you're mm-hmm. there and you're like, yeah. oh shit. You're like, wow, this is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a big problem. It is, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Another one um, is uh, an mm-hmm. event. So the Sun Run is a very famous <laughs> event in Vancouver when COVID's not around, but it's 40,000 people that have taken over downtown. And they take over every, on a Sunday in April, and they run 10K, and, and it's a beautiful run. I totally suggest doing it. You can run, walk, whatever. However, it shuts down every goddamn street in Vancouver. There is everything. So if you well, have hair and makeup, they go over at, Burrard Bridge. Oh, they do. Yeah, they go over. You go over three they bridges. They take over a bridge. Yeah. So if you have to get your hair and makeup done downtown at seven in the morning to be out at eleven, there is absolutely no way that your your hair no. and makeup person is going to make it there. They're going to be stuck in traffic, and then what are you going to do? Like haul their stuff down the road with everything? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, so when if you do discover that, oh crap, there is a an event that's happening. Uh, mm-hmm. You probably need to change it or you need to consider an alternative, maybe pushing the event to later or getting ready somewhere else. But that can actually we ended day. up we ended up having this issue with uh, the fireworks a couple years ago mm-hmm. where the groom wanted to have late night food brought in and he's like, oh, the park is closed. What do we do? And yeah. I was like, bring it on a bike. <laughs> yes. And then he couldn't find the event. He couldn't get through. And so oh, he just like ahead. didn't. Oh, I know. Yes. We're like, he wow, just, that was like, I got lost and turned around. I'm like, don't take off with the pizza. Where's Where are the- you going? Uh, just leave it. We'll come get it. <laughs> we'll come find it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. But that was the solution to that. It was like, well, vehicles, it's going to be really hard to get into Stanley Park. Why don't we just get a cyclist to come in and like do like a Fudora or Uber mm-hmm. Eats on a bike or something like that? So there's little ways you can kind of get around it, but sometimes you're totally blocked in. And it's not even your, your wedding vendors, like your hair and your makeup. It's like your other vendors. There's a, uh, one of the venues, like there's a few venues right downtown that are mm-hmm. affected by quite a few different runs that are mm-hmm. happening because mm-hmm. it was right on, on Hastings or right on Burrard, um, which are two major thoroughfares downtown. Mm-hmm. And when they get blocked off, you're hooped. You There's nowhere stuck. to go. Yeah. Or parades even. Like we're talking yeah. about the sun run, but what about the parades? Or the pride, the pride weekend. Yeah, that's pride a big weekend. one. St. Patrick's Day has a huge parade right downtown. So yeah, yeah you kind of have to, got to yes. be a little bit mindful of that sort of Pro thing, tip, so. if you're staying at a hotel, the hotels know when events are happening because they crank up the hotel rates. So yes. ask your hotel person. <laughs> <laughs> or look online and be like, "Ooh, why is it three hundred dollars for a standard twin?" Oh, because Pride's happening. Oh, that's fine. That's <laughs> yes, fine. we used okay. to sell rooms at the Davy for like over seven hundred dollars, and people would Stop. pay. It. Yeah, like because it was Ocean View. The rooms were beautiful Ugh. to start with, but you're in the heart of Pride Town. Oh, like, but it was like a, such a fun party. So it's their vacation. Who cares? Right? It was worth it. it oh yes, it. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So another reason is that you really hate the food. 
<laughs> so we have a bride. She's like, I need to try the food. I'm Italian. If the food is crap, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so true. Oh yes. my gosh. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. She's like, I'm Italian. I need to try the food. I don't, yes. I cannot have it on the day. I cannot trust it. So yeah, you know, he hates food. Um, so yeah. that is an easy solution is you move venues or you talk to the chef and, you know, switch things around or ask if you can bring in outside food. Is there a fee mm-hmm. involved? And then you just weigh out your options. But food is a major experience for your guests. You, If you hate it, they're probably going to hate it as well. Mm-hmm. And that is okay that you can change. <laughs> I would. <laughs> would I? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And the last one, of course, is uh, you either have to decorate too much or you literally cannot transform this space at all. So a lot mm-hmm. like what Tarina's story was all about, lipstick on a pig. Yes. You can get a super cheap space and if you're prepared to transform it, it sometimes it doesn't matter how much pipe and drape you put up. Mm-hmm. It's just, it doesn't change it. <laughs> or the other way around is the venue is so established. So Highcroft is a very established venue. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful old home, a historic yes. home. That's you don't need a lot to make, make it look nice. You don't, but if you want this dark colors, black room with like mm, twinkly super lights. Super dramatic. Well, that's not going to work at Highcroft, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't match. Yes. You can't transform it all or you have to decorate it way too much to make it even beautiful <laughs> or even yes, so resemble true. a wedding. Yes. Exactly. That totally makes sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. so here are some things to consider. Now, I'm sure there's many other reasons, but these are the ones that we've run into. If you have any other ones, let us know. We can explore it on part two of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so much to say. So much yes. to say. But things to consider if you're, okay, you've gone through this list. This has happened to you. Now, what am I going to do? Well, the first thing you need to consider is your deposit. You're going to lose the deposit or you're going to get a portion of it back, but just Mm. expect that that deposit is gone unless you're willing to really fight for it. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, COVID, a lot of people gave the deposit back because it wasn't necessarily their fault, but most of the time they'll keep it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. If it says non-refundable, you're not getting it back. Mm -hmm. And this is, we actually talked about this a little bit too in uh, in the episode 26 about how to fire a vendor. These actually are very, um, very connected, these Mm -hmm. episodes, but- at how at what point is your deposit the value of your deposit mm-hmm. worth your sanity and your peace of mind <laughs> so yes. maybe for example you put $500 down on, as a deposit for the venue for example and you're like you know what this this is so not working for me i can't do this anymore okay mm-hmm. no problem you've lost that $500 deposit but you've gained a beautiful venue that maybe is going to in the end, actually end up costing you less because you don't have to bring in as much decor you don't have to bring mm-hmm. in as much you know um all these other different pieces, maybe they've got in-house catering or maybe they've got a whole bunch of other in-house items that actually in the grand scheme ends up being cheaper, even though you've just lost $500 Mm -hmm. because you changed your deposit. So again, figuring out like, you're going to lose it. Is it worth it? (laughs) Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 When I switched from um, that venue to Highcroft, I saved about a thousand on my decor, but I lost 500 to the deposit. So that was the offset. Just fine. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. For sure. Now, another um, thing to consider, have you found a second venue that can accommodate all of your needs and possibly your date? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to leave a venue and then have nothing. You need a backup mm-hmm. plan. You need to have mm-hmm. it secure before you take the plunge in canceling your first venue. My, you know, my dad always said, never quit a job unless you have another one lined up. And it's yeah. a little bit like this. <laughs> so Exactly. Listen to Dwight, everybody. He mm-hmm. knows what's up. <laughs> but yes. my dad has, my dad's got a very good point though, quite honestly, because if you 
you have something confirmed as of right now. And worst case scenario, if you cannot find another venue, at least you still have this one. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not happy with it, you still have a place to get married. Mm-hmm. So definitely make sure you've got something to land on when you do jump ship from this other venue because otherwise you could be up shit creek. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I did the full nautical thing there, but here we are. <laughs> Another one is, can your vendors make the move to the new location and possibly the new date? So with mine, we we switched from August 30th to August 24th and Mm -hmm. all my vendors could move. So I had to make sure that they could move so that they, we could in fact book the second venue. But the second, but the second part of this is, can your vendors actually work at that venue? Mm -hmm. But basically uh, there's a venue here in Vancouver, the Brock House. It's a stunning venue in Kitsilano. However, it only allows one DJ company to work there. So if you've already booked Mm -hmm. a DJ with a deposit and they can't move there, well, then you might lose that deposit as well. Exactly. Yeah. So you just need to make sure your vendors can move and can they work there. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes, yeah, you're right. So even though you may have received your non-refundable deposit for the venue, Mm -hmm. you actually might be out other deposits. So definitely something to consider too, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And then the other one here is, um, does your current decor theme fit within the confines of your new venue or does it need to be reworked? One of the challenges, one of the big challenges we had with all of our weddings that had to get, we had to change their venues. So we'd go in there and be like, okay, great. We're going to do your decor. We're going to do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. And then it's like, oh shit, we need to move. Okay. No problem. We can mostly bring everything over. And then you get there and you're like, oh dang. Okay. Well, it's a totally different configuration. The tables are going to look different. The ceremony is going to look totally different. Now we need to add more decor or Mm -hmm. now we need to take it away, but they've already paid for it. So shit, what do we do? What do we do? So Mm -hmm. So again, like if you feel like you really need to move your venue, um, these are all things that you're going to have to consider is that you might actually be out a little bit of money or you might need to spend a little bit more money Mm because now maybe you've decided to go to a cheaper venue, but now you need to pipe and drape the shit out of it because it is ugly (laughs) as sin. (laughs) So Well, the wedding we did in, um, that went actually went from Highcroft to Victoria is Mm -hmm. that we, uh, they had a quite a bit of decor, but they had it for a hundred people now reduced to 25. So they were like trying to rework the decor. I was like, look, here's the thing. You've already paid your decor in full. I, let, let me just run with it. I know what you want. <laughs> so yes. I was like, give us I, – I will make it work within this deposit. So that was something mm-hmm. that they left to the professionals. And honestly, I think it turned out awesome. It turned <laughs> so, out really good. Yeah. I was like, let us Very get all this <laughs> fun stuff. Yeah. It, you know, I was like, we'll, we'll bring it there. Kelly will kind of mess around with it. It's going to be beautiful. But it's easier than me being like, oh, you had linens for $10. Now you're going to have runners for 12 Okay, I'm going to give you the two bucks back. It was just way easier to just – be like, I'm going to give you a luxurious decor package. Yes, <laughs> just beautiful. Trust. Absolutely. Yeah. And they were down for the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they were just like, we just want to get married at That's this point. That's true. It was just at that point. That's what they wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's talk about the action items here. So what can you do to start this process? So first, mm-hmm. really think about, can you make your first venue work? Is it possible to transform it? Maybe you talk to a planner, even in a consult or a decorator and say, can you help me with this? Can you make my imagination come to life? Uh, mm-hmm. Because then you don't have to do all the moving around and shift it. If you can make that Absolutely. first venue work, well, then make it work. But if it's not, then, well, then you know your answer there. <laughs> well, I mean, I think other than feeling you're super pressured into, um, into you know, renting it, mm-hmm you chose it for a reason. So what was that reason? Is it urgency? 
Right. Well, we always like to say kind of go with your gut a little bit. And so maybe there was a reason why you decided you wanted to go with this one. Now, if it's because you're like, I felt super pressure because everyone else was booking around me and it was the only one available and it was my date that I wanted. So I went here, but I really don't like it. Okay. Then go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you already know what the, what the, uh, the consequences are. We've already kind of gone through them if you decide you want to move, but you know, other, otherwise, if you are like, I'm just not really sure, then, then talk to other people. Like you said, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe look at your decorator and be like, what can we do? How many Mm -hmm. candles can I put out to make this look pretty? (laughs) I can't have candles. Um, I'm burning this place to the ground. (laughs) Yeah. Tiger torch. How many hanging ceiling features can I add to make this ceiling come down because it's so high? (laughs) (laughs) And then this kind of ties into is the first venue that you selected? Was your heart really in it? If it wasn't, then will you feel disappointment if you do go forward with the wedding there? You could just try to make it work for sure, but do you really want to invest $20,000, $30,000 into something that might be okay? (laughs) You know? So you want to make sure that the investment that you're having is going to make sense to you and and your fiance. Mm -hmm. So if if it's not, then you got to consider the losses that you're going to have, which is most likely the, the deposit that you already put down the on deposit, the venue and sure. maybe one of your one of your vendors if they can't move over. And the most important, well, one of the most important things too is that have a conversation with your fiance. Like we have always said, you guys both need to be on the same page when you're making big decisions like this. And the venue is a pretty giant ass decision, <laughs> especially if you're going to be changing it. So definitely make sure that you're both on the same page when it comes to making this this adjustment because you want to make sure that you're both kind of happy with that. And you're also both happy with the new venue that you're going to end up going to as well. Don't just go from like one venue to another venue and like mm-hmm. just hop along until you yes. like finally feel like you're like oh I really like this one in the meantime you've just dropped major cash and lost deposits along the way yes so you want to make sure yeah. that whatever wherever you decide you go you're both happy with that decision 100% yes mm-hmm. and then kind of the last one okay you are gonna take the plunge and change venues sometimes like COVID it's not your fault so you can usually talk to them more on a COVID-based scenario. (laughs) However, most of the other ones are preference, which is not an urgency to change. So if you're going to talk to your venue, I strongly urge you to bring in a third person. It could be Mm -hmm. a parent. I strongly recommend it be a planner because a planner knows how to talk to a venue appropriately. They can look at contracts and try to assess that we can come at from a vendor perspective. We might have Mm -hmm. a relationship that already exists with the venue or your parent's going to fight for you. (laughs) Put in every effort they possibly can for you because when the two of you are sitting there, you're going to have a lot of emotions and feelings that are happening and it's Mm -hmm. easier for a third person to navigate those feelings and emotions. Right? uh, Yeah. Yes. There might be some swear words. Yes. some, Some tears and all of those are totally valid. Totally valid reactions. But yes, I think at the end of the day, if you're trying to you're looking to listen then you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar okay so go there with a smile on your face and do you know if it's about having a conversation about like maybe it's something like uh one of the first things we we talked about was maybe um the service maybe go in there and be like this is why we don't want to be here and and be honest with them and tell them like listen we've had awful service since the minute we put money down here what is going on like is this the service we're going to be getting on the day i'm not comfortable with this you know, and maybe it's something like, oh, wow, I had no idea that that was an issue for you. Let's let's do our best to maybe reconcile that and we can maybe uh-huh. let's try and fix that. So I think with having this honest conversation about your concerns, uh-huh. you'll actually probably be able to come with a bit of a solution. And if you find that solution still doesn't work for you, then then find a new venue. <laughs> 
Totally. Yeah, exactly. But this is very much like firing your vendor, but firing your venue. (laughs) Because it does happen. We've seen it. We've seen it a few times in our career, but we've seen it the most in COVID. So I've never seen it so many times. And I mean, especially obviously because of COVID right now, everybody's been super understanding. You're like, yeah, we get it. We get it. We had one really beautiful venue up, um, um, up in the Squamish area. Actually. Yeah. Whistler area and mm-hmm. the couple were just like until the 11th hour they're like we really really want to stay mm-hmm. here we love the space we love the ambiance they've been really really great it just didn't work out with their guest count because they're like we have we cannot justify what the minimums are and because of course it is a business and they're like we can only go down so little that we're stuck that it was just you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna step you know part ways here yes. but they they were able to do it in a sense that like we still we still love the space. We just, we just couldn't make it work. And sometimes that happens, right? So again, just be super honest and upfront with your, with your venue and just say like, this is what's up. And if they shut down on you, then be like, bye. Yes. hundred <laughs> perccent. Well, Kelly's going to continue working with our client to try to find a new venue for wish her, me luck. which inspired this podcast. Uh, but we're here every Friday for you guys. If you have anything you want to hear, just let us know. Um, until next time, take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.